to talk more, to have more conversations, even yeah. with more people. Yeah. Uh, and to actually, I'm trying to think up things I can do during the week that I think, oh, that'd be uncomfortable because mm. I want to go and do something uncomfortable and say, the thing we have in our head about failing because uh, yeah. I don't want to go try something new because I might fail. Well, that's wrong thinking. Try this bad boy out for science. You are welcome to take a seat at the table where we use a new lens, where humanity are stakeholders. Different distinctions encouraged, intention starts from a no-judgment zone, a certain age is not criteria, and where you become comfortable with the uncomfortable to facilitate a new conversation. We are just joining the universe, having a conversation together. I have an amazing friend with me today on the decision table. Robert, welcome to the decision table. Thank you. You're very welcome at this table. Uh, these are literally just conversations that we are having where this month the focus is really around the lens of the need for a new approach to leadership. When I bring that up, what do you think about Probably what we're doing. Yeah. I think because we're collaborating and it's a, we're jumping in um, and we're going into areas where we both have skill sets and it's something new, but we're collaborating at a higher level and faster. Yeah, I like that. So a higher level and faster because we're willing to collaborate. Do you think, and, and I think that that's part of, you know that I think this, that I believe this is part of the new approach to leadership is really creating a platform or partnerships that really show collaboration as being such a, well, I think it's a powerful tool, right? Like mm -hmm. it's it's the way forward. Now, I don't know that there's amazing cases or situations or examples of collaborations because I don't know about you, but in the past, there have been definite times where if I partnered up with someone, it might not go the right way. It yeah. might, there might have been different expectations. Why do we think collaborations can work now? Like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, have you had bad collaborations? Have you seen bad collaborations? Yeah. I don't know. There just feels like there's a lot of those examples and not so much the good examples. Yeah, I, th I think, um, I don't know whether it's um, just experience as you go through things mm. that you change your expectations and manage them differently. Mm. You understand people and what the marketplace is like. And you, I don't know for myself personally, I've got to a stage where I'm comfortable in who I am and I'm happy to go forward and, and believe the best is going to come out of something. Hmm. I've done that before where it hasn't happened, but it's a different level of maturity, of understanding who you are and also the person that you're working with. And there's got to be something when you're working with someone that you actually get along with them and you like them and you have a common objective. Yeah, that's so good. Common objective, you like hanging out with them and a common belief, did you yeah, say? Yeah, common belief, yeah. yeah. Do you get on with me? It's always exciting. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do, I do. You do? It's good, yeah. It's always challenging. and Challenging I, because why? Well, what I, what I think the most important thing first is is mm. vibrancy in life. All right. So unless there's that life and vibrancy, yeah, that you've got something to work with and energy so that you need energy to be able to work together. There's got to be energy yeah. in the relationship. Yeah. That's I like really that. important. Yeah. Because yeah. you've got to enjoy the journey, right? 100%. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I don't know. I think sometimes people choose a common outcome. They want a result and they join together because of the result. But it's not necessarily because they want to hang out with each other yeah yeah you know what i mean like and maybe they develop that a bit i i've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately of partnerships that have fallen apart yes 100 percent. and interesting enough was a lot of them didn't actually start as partnerships wanting to 
go into a partnership, they kind of fell into it. Yep. And I wonder if that's had something to do with it, that although they had the same outcome, because they really did, they both, and they felt, okay, I bring some genius to the table, you bring your genius to the table, and they kind of worked well because my weakness was your strength and, and likewise, right? But I don't know that they they felt that companionship of I like hanging out with this person. I like you vibe together. Yeah. Like, you know, this is going to be fun. Yeah. Not just because we get to get, you know, make the change that we want to in in the business world that we want to bring, but because we like actually hanging out with each other, right? 100%. So those moments. Yeah. How do we do that? If you think about it, and, and this hasn't been such a good, you know, examples of it out there. If if we are saying for leaders in this new approach to leadership that partnerships are so important, collaborations are important, how can we do that better going forward? It's a good question. I yeah. need to think about it, reflect on it. I think one of the things, if I think about it, like I, I love asking questions and then asking myself the question. I do mm-hmm. it every time. And I would say there's expectations, knowing really clearly what the expectations are, both on what you want to, uh, the outcome that you want, but also that, you know, expectations of what can you do? What is your capacity right now? What's mm. your capacity going forward? Is this going to work? And I think the other thing is when you know expectations, you look at it not just in the short term. In other words, mm. you know, like, yeah, this fixes a problem now. Yeah. Well, I think it comes down to a confidence in who you are uh, and um, a peer-type relationship. Mm. Not apples and pears? No, just peer. Sometimes your <laughs> accent, you know. <laughs> so if you go into a relationship and there's a conflict. By the way, this guy was born in New Zealand too. Yeah, I mm. was. Absolutely. Yeah. I won't hold it against you. Though. No. Brought up <laughs> brought up in Auckland and lived in the Waitakeries. Absolutely beautiful. Wow. Yeah. But then I came across to Australia when I was about 15. So only last year then? That's it. <laughs> but we actually met. Traveling, didn't we? Oh, we did. Yeah, yeah. In Hawaii. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yes. That was a fun time. It was awesome. Yeah. Anyway, what were we talking about? So, <clears throat> so, I said expectations. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Your expectation of what you're wanting to do. The the thing too is that you don't just get caught in a niche. You can do lots of different things. Mm. All right. So you don't have this relationship that's based on one little niche or one little segment. Because we can do lots of different things. Yeah. Doesn't have to stay just there. And that actually brings yeah. like some energy and, and life to it. And that's kind of the fun thing of joining our worlds together because, you know, there's pockets of what you do that I want to be able to access more of and have the knowledge that you have in those areas. And I think the same for, well, I hope the same, my side of the, the, the border here. <laughs> 100%. Absolutely. <laughs> um. Okay, so I didn't even come here for this today. I know you didn't because actually we're I came meant in for to be, a glass of water. He did. And yeah, okay. he did. I just yeah. found him a stranger on the side of the road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually, he came to work on with me our collaborative partnership. But I thought it's kind of a good way to to get have a conversation because I think this is part of that new approach is to do collaborations better. And I know as a company for Decision Velocity Global, it has become our absolute focus is how do we literally build an ecosystem that is all about collaborations. And we figured out to do that was to through partnerships. And, you know, it's, it's been interesting finding who I want to work with going forward to collaborate with because I think... You know, you said, you you started saying about being confident. And I think one of the things is I've really got clear on who I want to work with mm. and who I don't want to work with. And really clear of does this fit into the pathways that I know are going to get us to bring the biggest impact that we want to bring as a company as well. And I think that has made it so clear who is right to come on this journey and who's not. and. I know you said something at the beginning of this about speed. 
And one of the things that, you know, yeah. that I do with my work is to create what I call your culture pattern, right? Your decision DNA culture pattern for, for either an initiative, a program, a company. And that we did that right up we as did. our first yeah. step. Very fast, yeah. And it just gave us clarity that this made sense. We knew it because we vibed together. We've also had a little bit of history together beforehand. <laughs> so it yeah. kind of gave us a little bit of a platform to bounce from. And then when we put that together, it made it really clear. What was it like for you? It was probably the, um, it was actually a very good process to go through. It was very fast. Mm. I think we got there faster than I expected. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's a complete process and method which you have refined. Mm. And the results that we got, I was very impressed with. And he's not easy to impress either, by the way. <laughs> no, well, I look at it, I, I look at it in front of me here, you know, and I go, that's incredible. There's there's our whole story, which came up basically on that first day. It did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I think it was really good. And that, that actually gave a whole lot more energy. In life, you need energy to do everything. Mm. Uh, and uh, so when we work, we have energy with each other. We've, this here is a real um, map now to run with. Yeah. And even though we've had a bit of a gap since we last caught up, you can look there straight away and know where we're going. I know, to and you go them. back into yeah, it, right? We, got our, we know where we're going yeah. and what we're going to do. You you might want to show people because, like, it's. I feel like we're being mean right now. We're talking about something over there. All we're right. both looking over there. Should yeah. we show them what you're talking well, about? Well, yeah, this is part of your system. Hopefully, it doesn't just... break it. <laughs> I, oh, did, I didn't break the last. I didn't break the last. But it is going to come one. backwards on here. No, yes. But that's okay. Backwards? This, yeah. They've got the idea. So yeah. this is what I call a decision DNA culture Which pattern. Where am I going? That Basically, yeah. we have the V spot in the middle, <laughs> right? We do. Which is actually the vision, okay? It's not what you think. No, sorry. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes, let's not go there right now. And then we have um, four pillars that hold that vision up. Yeah. And so in our case... Um, you know, it's strategy, system, scale, and success. And we know we're building out in our collaborative partnership things that will bring us strategy, which is we're really clear on always having a game plan for what we're doing. Systems is all around frameworks, the frameworks that we know will help people to solve their problem and get to solution. Scale, we know that if you're wanting to um, have absolute growth and uh, be able to be the biggest impact that you want, we know how to get you those objectives and then the success. Success for us is what are the options that you're wanting? How do you want that? And uh, what is good about that, right, is that it helped give us, it helped give us, gave us, it gave us at that time that when we first started, even just great framework for yeah. us to start building things out of. Yeah. What is great about that now, I mean, we're building some pretty cool stuff from that. I think, and, and this is where I think that it's really important with a new approach to leadership, is the old style of leadership was I'm going to tell you how to do this. I'm going to yeah. tell you what are the three best things, the four things to put in there. But hopefully you realise when we were doing that, I wasn't telling us. I was literally working us through questions that then put into a framework and then it was something we were both really, really, and yeah. both of us connected with it straight yeah, away. 100%. In a lot of work situations you find just in a normal business, mm. it's never a peer situation. Uh, there's always mm. an, an boss-employee type relationship. Yeah. So when you can come in and whether it's entrepreneurial or whether you're, you're joining with someone, like in a collaboration, mm. uh, we, that's so important. You come in as peers. You come in to work together. Mm. So once again, your expectation yeah. that you're talking about. Uh, and that's critical to the success because you can't work through something like this and not buy into it. Everyone's got to buy into it and mm. own it. So ownership's really important. I love that. There's ownership. There was something else you said then, and that's hierarchy. Don't you think that a lot of the old-style leadership yeah. was built on this hierarchy? I mean, you think of corporate, having mm. been in corporate. Yeah, yep. 100%.
How would you describe that or the thinking around that? And then what if we were to do it a different way, which is, like you've said here, it's not mm. this hierarchy thing. No. Hierarchy doesn't produce the, the most creative outcome. Um, and in corporate, you're always driven by where you are on the stepladder or on the chain. Mm. That then frames your response and your engagement with what's happening with work. Um, as you know, I've left corporate. <laughs> I have noticed that. <laughs> and it's such a joy yeah. to be working and, and engaging in things that, you know, your heart's in. Because I think the most important thing you've got to have is your heart mm. has to be your decision mate. So what's true in your heart, um, therefore your guidance is get out of your head and get into your heart mm. so you can follow what really needs to be done. Yeah, you know, something that's come out on the decision table a lot as we've used this lens for the new approach to leadership has that we need leaders to be more empathetic. Mm -hmm. Would you agree with that? 100%. Yeah, yep. why? You need to be empathetic because that's when you're going to give what's truly in your heart what you can give. Mm. Uh, you've got to have to be able to deliver what's coming out of your heart. Okay. And not your head. In your head, you're dead. You don't. You don't, your head doesn't. In, you got it straight from Robert. In your head, yeah, you're dead. You're dead. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, because your your head will always go. What if? You'll always find reasons. <laughs> All right. So you got to get out of your head and into your heart and know what's true, and then start following that. Hmm. It's interesting because if I think of that, I'd say you got to get out of your head probably to to see where your heart is aligned yeah. and then I'd say go back into your head to make sure your head is wired to where your heart is. Correct. That's what so that do. the behaviour yeah. then comes out, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But you've got to start off with your heart agreeing. Mm. It must be in, the, in what you're doing. And that comes from a lot of what we've talked here, which is awareness, right? Like this is why I'm having these conversations so that we can be more aware of, all these little pieces that seem so trivial sometimes yet are so impactful for us to be more effective as leaders. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Knowing yourself, yeah. knowing your state, what state you're in. Um, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So a little bit of a backstory and why the laugh then yeah. is because he's just come off a few days with someone who talks about states all the time. I'm not going to mention who that no, is. No, no, um, but And I'm true. sure you wouldn't even know who that no, is. Me oh, sorry. Yeah. Anyway. No, anyway. Yeah. But it's true. There it's is true. This, this point where we have to be in state mm -hmm. to be able to go. No, You've no, got to give own. out of no, that. No, right? we are, no, we are own. Yeah, and what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, because because you can't come out of something that you don't own. Yeah, correct. or something that you are not of. Yeah, that's right. Wow, that was deep. Yeah, even for an afternoon. Mm, that, yeah. that was it. That's what we're talking about here. Oh yeah, true. Great. So, <laughs> if we're to be like that in leadership, right? <laughs> At least you know I'm just the same on screen that I am off screen. Like I have to confirm that. You have yes. to confirm that. <laughs> but I think this is, see, here's the funny thing. I think that part of this new approach is to have enjoy this, to have a joy, to enjoy the journey. And I don't know if we laugh enough these days. I don't know if we have enough fun while we're doing it. Do you know one of the things I'm doing right now is just over here, usually over there, um, right here, mm -hmm. uh, I've got pencils. I've got lots of paper. I've got um, my pens on the side there. And that is my innovative, literally my innovative place. Yeah, that's beautiful. So talking yeah. about changing state, when I go there, mm. I don't usually have a screen with me. Yeah. And I'm just wanting to innovate and yeah. be creative. Yeah. I even had the scissors out and I was chopping out something because I'm thinking of this book thing that I wanted to do. And it was just in my head and I wanted to start layering it onto paper. I wonder how many people do that, use paper. I love paper. I know. I love a big piece of blank paper mm -hmm. and some pens. Mm. <laughs> uh, that, I think that's how we both work, though. Some people might not work like that, but we definitely but do. But here's the thing. I don't think – so, yes, I do work like that, but I haven't been using that. No. And I realised I, – I, I mean, I've been using – I was using a pencil mm -hmm. and just white paper. Yeah. Or my black paper – with a white pen. Yes, you do like that. Yes. So I, it wasn't that I wasn't using it, 
But I wasn't bringing all the other elements and letting myself to go really into the de design. Like that was my kind of thing, right? Yep. And I left a big chunk of who I am out. So I was doing all the logical, strategic, the analytical stuff of being a businesswoman, really, right, an entrepreneur. But I was leaving a huge part of who I am out of it. And I wasn't creating or curating spaces where I was intentionally every day putting that time into being creative, designing yeah. stuff, innovating. And, in fact, I'm going to be, um, so I'm just going to do a little plug for myself right now because. How unusual. Oh, serious. Listen to this guy. <laughs> no, because one of the things that I'm going to be running over the next little while is an incubator. I'm going to yeah. have a few people here who are, are going to be doing it, but I'm also going to do it so you can do it online. And I And this incubator is all about, all it is, is going to be a project that someone wants to start working on. Yeah. So they're already going to be an established person doing whatever they're doing. I don't want to build businesses right now. We're probably doing that with our stuff more, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. But I want to run this incubator that is literally that you are wanting to work on this new project and be creative around that and innovate and, you know, curate the space so that because I think sometimes in and this is something I've been learning and it's so powerful in my work is the more that I allow that time in my work away from the other stuff. Yeah. The better and more effective I am at the other stuff. Yeah. And I can be the whole me, yeah. which is kind of scary for some people <laughs> when I'm the whole me. So going back to it was the fun bit, right? Like yeah. I like to bring the fun in it. And that might mean that creating for me makes me feel happy. Yeah. Makes me feel like that child with the, the crayons and they start just, don't you love that feeling? Absolutely. Yeah. The, the creative side is a really important part of you. Yeah, um, but we often leave that in the business world. We do. We, we do. leave that behind. Yeah, we do because we're, we're proper. Proper. Yeah. I always um, thought I was proper. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm but, very proper. Uh, you know, it used to be a creative this department. This my cup of tea. But remember, there used to be a creative department in yes. in corporate. You went to the creative department. You went to the huh. the PR side. You were everything else. But it's all part of who we are. So if you're only taking one part of you into an engagement, yeah. you're not you're not getting the full deal, are you? So part of the new approach mm. is what if we could bring our creative side into the I wonder, wonder what we would create. Wonder what we'd innovate. I wonder yeah. what that would look like. Well, you got to have the, you got to have allow yourself the freedom to do it too. It's giving permission to yourself permission. to be able to do those yeah. things. Maybe, maybe leadership. Maybe we've got so conditioned that we're not giving ourselves permission to do some of these things anymore. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, because yeah. it kind of doesn't fit into the norm. Like you said, correct. Yeah, it's kind of not proper. Correct, correct. <laughs> How do we change from it not being proper, not being the thing, to now going? This could be a new approach, and actually, it's beneficial to be more creative, to curate spaces for that to happen. Yeah, I think, I think in some industries that's happening, and mm. the majority, I don't think it does happen. Um, Certainly, getting around other people, and and who've got that same outlook, mm. is really healthy and it's really good. And uh, I, I just think it's a whole thing of self development for people to be able to grow. Hmm. Tell me more about that. Well, I, I think one of the things I've always believed you don't always get to see and you never want to lose track of it is the potential within every person mm. to truly realise their full potential, which is an outlook on life. Mm. And I think when you just can keep that at top of mind that there's a potential in everyone, you never know what's happening in everyone's life, but there's a full potential of someone. And if there's any way I can play a part in helping someone develop that potential, mm -hmm. I get a fulfilment. And as leaders, mm. that is so rewarding because what you've always wanting to do as a leader is you want to get fulfillment and growth, whether in the project you're working with or with the people that you're working with. Yeah, that's so good. And when you know your potential, 
it's really easy to get excited about someone else's potential too. 100%. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know, I, I think of it and I think of, uh, you know, the Australian, because let's just bring it back into where we live. Yeah. Uh, the Australian landscape. You ever heard of the tall poppy syndrome? Yeah. Yeah. For those that aren't familiar with the tall poppy syndrome, how would you describe it? Tall poppy syndrome is anyone who stands out or stands up mm. and achieves. And people, when you first happens, people are encouraged by it and yeah. want to um, applaud. But then people start tearing it down. Mm -hmm. uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because but isn't that what we're talking about? Standing up. Yep. Standing out. Yep. Being effective leaders. Correct. Hundred percent. Okay, so I'm feeling like there could be some tension on this because that's not the environment we live in in a lot of ways. No, agreed. So how do we bridge that gap? How do we change that? How do we make this? I, I've always thought how if there was one thing I could do in Australia, I would want to eliminate the tall poppy syndrome. I, I know this, we talked about this already, but I think having fun with your achievement. Yeah. Because often people who achieve are so intent and serious, mm. which they have to be for what they're doing. Often in Australia, we often talk about, I don't know about other countries, but they talk a lot about sports people. Yeah. All right. So they're always intense. They're always. And you're allowed to. Here's the thing you're allowed to celebrate yeah. the sports people. Yeah, correct. You are allowed yeah. to celebrate them. Yeah. Or if you're a famous. Um, you know, like in the what is it called? This like the media, like uh, or actors or actresses yes, or yeah. whatever, right? Like if you're famous in that way, you're a lot of. In fact, they steal from other places and say yeah. they come from here. Yeah, when they do. really come <laughs> from some other countries. <clears throat> we won't mention some of those ones, but just like Pavlova. Anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> Levington's. <laughs> Levington's exactly. So, okay, that's a Australia, New Zealand joke. Either one thinks it comes from that place. Yeah. Um, I'm sure if you live from another country, you probably thought you guys were the first ones to uh, create or design Lamingtons or Pavlovas. Pavlovas nicer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're making me hungry. It's yeah. not really on my challenge at the moment. No, so, no. Okay. okay, we'll get off that. Yeah. yeah. Distracted a little there. Oh, gosh, what a good distraction. <laughs> <laughs> what were we saying? Uh, tall poppy syndrome. Oh, the tall yeah, poppy that's syndrome. You'd like to eliminate. I don't know if you will eliminate it. I don't think so either. No. But I, if if you ask me, if I was ever asked the question, what would I want to see changed here in Australia? It is the tall poppy syndrome. I'm definitely trying to put steps in for that because I think this is part of it. I think that we need to celebrate each other. I think I we need to that, make yeah, it more normal for us to have conversations when we're struggling. I think we need to make it more normal for us. You know, I, I put up as soon as I heard who the Australian of the year was, I put it into my feed. I can tell you that things like that will never get much of a love-like or yeah. interaction on my feed. Yeah. Because no. I'm celebrating someone else. Yeah. But if I put a picture of me and I did an achievement and it's all about me that someone else, I don't know, like I just feel like sometimes if it means that I've just got a new dog and they love the fact and you're a dog lover and you go, oh, that's so yeah. cute. Yeah. You'll, you'll mention, you'll comment on it, right? Yeah. Come on. Those that are listening yeah. you, or who are going to be listening to the replay, seriously, like that's that gets me. I put these, and you know my heart is all about humanity. And so the front line of humanity, when I see challenges, when I see things like going back to the Australian of the Year, an amazing young girl who was taken out of trafficking or groomed and, you know, was raped as a young girl from 15 on. Mm. We should be celebrating that she's found her voice. Yeah, 100%. Do you know I got no comments on my feed about that particular one? Yeah. But if I got a new dog, I reckon I would have got like, oh, so cute. Oh, show me the photos. Show me that, right? Yep, 100%. Agree it's the same you. concept. When you celebrate because you've, you're have you being successful, like well, that's one of our things on here. We want people to be successful. Absolutely. Yeah, but here's the thing. If we become successful, are we to hide over here?
because if I hide, then I can't tell anyone. I don't need to tell anyone how successful. Like I want people to celebrate with me when I'm going through the hard times and when I'm doing the good things. Yeah, but that's the journey. You've got to find people on your journey. Uh, is that what it is? That you're going to travel with. No yeah. one's going to like everything about everyone. No, that's true. Yeah. Have I told you lately, uh, you know, that colour that you're wearing on top? Like, nah. (laughs) (laughs) Just joking. Hello. My whole wardrobe's black. Yeah. I've got about. I'm outdoing myself. Look, got a bit of white hair happening. I've got about 15 or 20 of these. I know. It's so good because we don't have to decide what we're wanting to wear, right? I just feel comfortable in them. Yeah, me too. Got a whole lot of white ones, but you got to find special occasions. No, nah, and you've got to be like feeling not too fat when you wear white ones too, yeah. right? Because yeah. it kind of shows up. So that's why it's underneath there, right? Yeah, now. you just zip that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it goes with my beanie. I've got a white beanie on today too, just in case people couldn't see. Okay, so where were we again? Hmm. You said talking about tall poppy syndrome. Yeah, but that's then, something that you'd like to get rid of. Yeah, I, I look across. It's interesting. I look at different countries, America the UK, and there's different parts of that society or their culture that I do like. And if you dare mention you might like something American, Mm. um, people say, oh, you like something American? Yes, I do. I do like some of the positivity. I really do. I I love that. And yet, you know, people say, oh, that's all American. I'm thinking, no, that's part of something I love and enjoy. It was a culture, very much part of the culture. It's part of the culture, yeah. I and really and, and you can springboard out from that, whereas over here, that was not part of it. No. no. And and you really felt it, whether in Australia or New Zealand. Yeah. Same thing. Absolutely. Same you know, thing. Th- th- so there's different parts of different cultures, which I love, and I'm thinking, why yeah. can't you pick the best and the things that you need to yes. plug in to be the person and on the journey that you want to have? Mm, I love that. So That's with humanity. Yeah. And maybe that's. That means that then as leaders, really, if we think of the new approach to leadership, maybe we need to use different filters. 100%. Than what we've been using. Yeah. So if you were to change one thing in Australia, what would you change? I, in some areas, I've already seen it starting to happen, and that's just that there's more positivity and encouragement. Positivity. And encouragement. And encouragement. Yeah. Hmm. Looking like our next it's generation. It's a very positive thought. Yeah, we'll see our next <laughs> I think I was encouraging you for being positive. Yeah, I just look at it because my, my wife is a psychologist, child psychologist. Uh, and one of my daughters is also a psychologist. Wow. Our book Do they psychoanalyze um, you all the time? Oh, they've given up on that. I think that's why they actually studied <laughs> psychology. But anyway. Um, and they're dealing with issues all the time, but what's coming through in the psychology now is mm-hmm. the the positiveness in psychology yeah. that wasn't for generations. It wasn't with just psychology, but it is now. It's the positive psychology, it's the mm-hmm. happiness psychology. And I think it's absolutely brilliant because it's going to bring up a generation that thinks differently, reacts differently. The children, when I see what they're learning now, the tools that they have. Mm. Um, are so different to how we grew up, absolutely mm. different. And I think that's really encouraging. Okay. I think it's a, it's a great thing that helps change humanity. He's encouraged well. that we're being more positive. Yeah, yeah, 100%. See, I agree to that to a certain degree, but I think if we go too far over that way, then actually... Oh, no, then not, when not participation. Not, you don't get a participation certificate. I'm not talking about I know, about because, that. no, no, but, like, just You attended, here's your certificate. No, not that. I know, <laughs> but here's the other side of it, right? Like, if everyone thinks we have to be positive, then what happens is if I say something, you'll go, that's negative. No. And then you kind of get dirty on me because I've just said something negative. Because when it becomes the norm, I don't know, like this is, I mean, you think about it, right? Like part of the reason across the globe right now there's so much division is because a lot of the time we're not allowed to say things because we're going to upset someone. We're not allowed to think about something because, well, who gives you the right to think about that? Come on, there are moments like that right now, right? I think people are just so into themselves. What's happened is we've Mm. become very self-centred. Okay. But that's generalization. But that was, but yeah. I'll let you have Thank that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. generalize. Yeah. So mm. self centered, a lot of people 
have their particular beliefs mm -hmm. and who do they hang out with? People with the same beliefs. Yeah, right. And so if you say anything against my belief, mm -hmm. you're wrong or you're an enemy or you're stupid or whatever it is. But we live in a diverse world. Mm. We don't all have the same opinion. We know all this as leaders. So one, the one thing which we've talked about um, is that the, the, you start off with what common ground do you have? Mm. Right? Yes. And that's what leaders really need to start with. Finding the common ground is something that we all both agree on before as mm -hmm. we start this conversation to find an outcome. We may not agree on a lot of other things, but we'll find one thing. That's true too, yeah. That we can agree on. Mm. And the thing that I always do, and I go back to the decision table, is that I I believe the one thing I always, I even ask people this at the table, right? So do you think you're a human? And fortunately everyone has said yes. I said, so can we agree then everyone at this table is a human? Great. So that is our first playing field that we can play from. Correct. Now your differences that you bring are the distinctions. Correct. Diversity, yeah. 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 It's interesting though, isn't it? Yep. But it's a different way to think. It's a different filter. It's a different lens in which we start filtering things out. Because, and this is one of the things that I'm I'm really using as this year is that I want to everything I do look through the lens of humanity as stakeholders at the decision table. Yeah. And when you've got humanity as stakeholders, I mean, there's so much conversation around that. But anyway, uh, we won't go down that one. But it's I think it it makes you go well. The it evens that playing field out, right? 100 yeah. percent because each one of us are human we come with needs we come with wants and we come with whatever we've learned as a human already on our journey yeah yeah but here's the thing i don't know that leadership has always welcomed that and i'd like to think that part of this new approach to leadership is changing the landscape in this way. Well, really, what you part of what you're describing there is stakeholders mm -hmm. and the different stakeholders that are involved in any type of decision or process. Whatever you're going to do, and there's always this one thing we all know: you're never going to, you know, keep everyone happy all the time. I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> Not. <laughs> oh, yeah. you just blew my bubble then. So seriously, I, go, I think I'm gonna need some uh therapy from your wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, or my daughter, like or whatever you want. Yeah, that's yeah, it, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll fix that up. Mm. So I but I go, I think <laughs> <laughs> stakeholders yeah. in any decision. I remember once in this uh, I I had this issue I had to solve and he had an issue. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> at, at, at a corporate level for a huge organization like 33,000 employees mm. right and i remember thinking oh why don't we change this and so i arranged a meeting and i said because i'd taken over this chair and i'm saying like mm. so who should be involved blah 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 and i go into this meeting and all of a sudden there's like 15 people at the table and i thought it was a small matter right but there's all these stakeholders wow and they all had something different to yeah. talk about and their position and that's that whole thing about leadership mm. where you still have to get an outcome uh, mm -hmm. but you've got to look at all the stakeholders you do and and work through it how can we do that better in leadership going forward looking at all the stakeholders well i well it depends on what decision or where you are what decision table you're at but if we were thinking about leadership and and being more effective maybe as us as individuals, yeah, okay. how do we yeah. do that? Yeah, you do have to become more cognizant of who are the stakeholders because one of the things that uh, you normally nice. tend to yes. do is you see everything from your perspective until you sit down and say, Well, actually, who does get affected or who is involved mm. with this? Mm. And that's not something we kind of normally do no. when we're doing something. So <laughs> that's a good starting point to become aware of who the stakeholders are. Well, this is what this these conversations are really about is to learn more about you know, different people and the thinking and lenses that people are using in what they're seeing and how they're doing leadership so that we can sort of go, huh, 
I never really thought about that perspective. Yeah. I never yeah. really saw it from that kind of point of view, right? Yeah. And then going, all right, now that we've kind of gathered this information, got these insights, how can we be more effective as leaders? And I think that this is so important. I think it's missed a lot of the time. I think there's pieces along here that at times people do really well. You know, like I think there's there's even an awareness right now, I believe, where people are saying, okay, we've got to change the conversation. Yeah. yeah. So people are actually agreeing with that. You know, there are people out there doing that at the moment. What I've learned is now that they've agreed about that, they don't know how to necessarily have those conversations and they definitely don't necessarily know who should be at those tables and then yeah. how to navigate that to actually see change. Yeah. So it's an interesting, I think we're at an interesting time right now where there is almost this willingness for a new approach to leadership. Yeah. But how do we step next? Well, it's always going to depend on what you're trying to solve mm. and and the environment that you're in. What um, what are the boundaries that you have to operate within? Dude, we've got no yeah. boundaries here. No, yeah. that's right. Mm. But in a lot of situations in life, there are boundaries. Except murder. Don't yeah. murder. Well, no, we no, can't that's murder. Right. No. But see, in a lot of situations in life, there's always boundaries. And we don't want gluttony because yeah. then we have heart attacks and yeah. you know, all sorts of things. So we don't want that. <laughs> so there are a few boundaries, I guess. Yeah, there are. But they are, we know what our yeses are and I guess we know what our noes are. Yeah, 100%. And you and I, I don't know that it's funny because I think a lot of people think things like systems, things like, um, you know, are actually kind of take away your freedom. But I actually find that it helps. I mean, the more systemized that you are, the more pathways that you understand and you've got things, it, it gives flow. And actually, you're able to be way more freer because of it. I know, yeah. I saw it there too. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. If you mm. didn't have systems every day, you'd be trying to type your own shoelaces. Yeah, but here's the home. thing. A lot of people think systems are like, oh, that's restrictive. So maybe some boundaries are actually there because it gives us sort of like, okay, we bounce off that edge to go further. Well, mm, you it's do. interesting, like, isn't it? You need to have learnt lessons from the past Mm -hmm. to be able to grow you've got to stand on shoulders of other you know on the shoulders of other people who have been mm -hmm. before things that have been learned mm -hmm. otherwise you'd just be totally learning everything again but then who wants to, say, to do that no i don't no me neither. not every day no. but then then you've got to say well where's your vision mm. right, where's your passion and your vision yeah because we can talk about leadership all day long till the cows come home i don't think People who are listening would hope that we are going to do that. No, so no, we I will agree. finish soon. Yeah, we will. But it comes down to you've got your life. You've yeah. got one this one lifetime, this one opportunity. Mm -hmm. Where are you going to put in your energy? What are your yeah. passions? And what are your goals? And mm -hmm. it comes through. So my my goals can change by collaborating with you. Mm. Uh, your goals can change collaborating with me mm -hmm. or someone else because yes. you have a different perspective. Yeah. So those collaborations are really important. Mm. All right. And who you choose to spend that time with. Totally, totally. And who you spend that time with and is that someone that you want to be allowing into? Like I think time is so valuable. That is the most precious right? thing we have, yeah. Well, yeah, our faith, our children. I mean, there are a few things that are pretty precious to us. So, but you what know. we do with that time. We've oh, all okay, got the limited yeah. Time, yeah. Yeah. I just... It's so funny because, like, okay, so I have to say that because otherwise I think, well, then someone's going to interpret that, that all I think is time is important. But really I think time is one of the important things. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going for that old story of time is money. That's not what I'm saying. Mm. But if if we went, if we disappeared today and died, our time's gone. That's a good. So point. Our, our time is the essence of what we can do. Mm. When our time's gone, our time's gone. Yeah. Of course, my faith. In is other the most words, important thing in other me. words, things like time allows us to be more effective. Correct. Yeah. 
but then you have your priorities like to me my faith is most mm. important my wife and my marriage and my children mm. but you know you have you have your priorities and you have your belief systems yeah and you work out from those hmm. interesting isn't it oh, wow we've we we have sort of dug down quite a lot today yeah we have is there more that you'd want to add to that there's something we haven't talked about yet that you feel is, you know, a new approach, a new thinking. I don't know. You know, I talk about it and, and actually it's going to be the theme on the decision table for next month. But I talk a lot about um, the ability to exercise the muscle of human intelligence. No, that's good. That's very good. Yeah. I know. Thank you. Yeah. But it's good because that's my whole work is based on that. So it better be good. <laughs> but here's the thing. It's, like a, muscle. I, it's a muscle. You gotta it work is it. It's a muscle. You gotta work it. Right? Yeah. I don't know. I wasn't I wasn't told. I wasn't in an environment that encouraged me as a young girl that I was smart. Like I literally wasn't. Mm. Like I was actually told you're dumb, you won't amount to anything. Why are you even bothering? Like, why would you go down there? Mm. And I kind of started believing that. Now, understand, I was dyslexic. I wasn't good at English because they talked about Romeo and Juliet and I couldn't give two hoots about Romeo. Sorry for other English lovers. I, you know, so they had probably some points that I was probably not that effective at that. But the reality was I thought really different to everyone else. And I actually found that was, that's been my genius zone now, is that I think so differently. But the reason I bring this up is because there's so much in leadership around when you think differently, it's kind of like you can actually be like an isolation over here because you stand out so different and, and people don't understand what you're talking about or thinking or, and you've got to then bridge that gap. And I think a lot of us don't step out and pioneer new things because this is it's it's uncomfortable. It doesn't feel nice being different. I I remember being that young girl growing up, going, I just want to be like everyone else. I don't want to look different. I don't want to sound different. But I think that's a teenage thing. That's a childhood thing. No, I literally didn't want to be because everyone would say. Yeah, but everyone wants no, no. to be part of the I group. grew up in this as a kid where they were putting me from family to family and that in itself they would say to me, oh, how come you look different? So, like, it, it was all through my life in mm. so many ways. So I really just wanted to be a part of a family. I just wanted to look like everyone else and I just wanted, I didn't want people to question it. Yeah. And yet I now know that uniqueness has become my strength. That different thinking is all the stuff that I, I teach and train around human intelligence and how I think that actually as humans and when humans are stakeholders at the decision table, we need to be smarter humans. We need to be able to think for ourselves. I think the world has got us in a place right now where we rely on other things to help us to think, whether it's systems, whether it's the next app, where it's the next whatever, right? What if we could be smart humans making smart decisions? But then I think a lot of people should give up social media. Yeah, you think that would be the good starting point? Yeah, a great starting point. Yeah. It's interesting though, isn't it? And I think this is what this is about is how can we as leadership or leaders, how can we have more of these kind of conversations where we are finding out that there maybe is a different way to do it and, and you know, going how do we then start putting this into play? Because I think that's another question and another, another not an easy thing. And then Definitely, how do we do the uncomfortable? Because a lot of this, you know, if you think of pioneering new ways, if we're thinking of doing it a different way, that's kind of uncomfortable because there's a lot of uncertainty oh, with it. Yeah, I, I think that. I love it personally. Yeah, well, I think I think what I actually enjoy is getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm. And 
it actually is quite fun now. It is, right? Yeah, yeah. Because it's on the other side of your uncomfortableness mm. that you get growth. Oh, I like that. Yes. And so becoming comfortable with being uncomfortable, it's a great thing. I mm. say, okay, what am I going to learn out of this? Mm. What What's going to happen here? And I've never done that before. Okay, so what? Mm. Get a, You know, if it's uncomfortable, it's okay. It's okay yeah. to be uncomfortable. Because mm. we're all saying, oh, we just want everything right. We don't feel right. You don't have to feel right all the time. It's no. okay to be uncomfortable. Yeah. I think it's great. It's Has been this alive. been uncomfortable? Well, it's not something I'd come along to do today. Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> But, you know, I'm comfortable being uncomfortable, doesn't worry me. Yeah. And what I love is the pioneering spirit. Absolutely. I'm getting fired mm. up now because now you're touching on mm. something I love. I love pioneering. I love creating something that doesn't exist or seeing the potential and how can you make that work and yes. who can you involve and how can you bring other people's potential out to make that happen. It's leadership. Yeah. Right? It is so leadership. And that's what you're talking about. But then you start throwing in some of the elements you're talking about, the humanity, the stakeholders. Mm. It becomes even more exciting. Yeah, right. What could we do? Yeah. Wow. And I think that's, I think if we can reframe that, that's a powerful tool. When we can mm. reframe, instead of being fearful, instead of being afraid of the uncertain, going, wow. What can the uncertain bring? What opportunity? Yeah. What can we pioneer? Going back to curating the spaces, what can we create, design that might come from this that we can actually do it differently and get growth on the other side of it, right? 100%. Oh, my gosh. I get so excited by things like that because yeah. for me the uncertain pathway <laughs> means we don't have to do it the same way. 100%. Oh, my gosh. That sounds it. so good to me, right? Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Oh, I really enjoy that. I know. It's cool, right? Yeah. Okay. So normally I say, where do they get hold of you? But like, we're going to be doing some things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we are around. We're here. We're whatever. Yeah. But I do want to ask you a question because I do ask this every time. And hey, Christopher, look, a thousand percent. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Um, boom. Very true. Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. I ask this question every time we have a conversation at the decision table, and it's this. What have you got from our conversation today? What are you taking with you? To talk more, oh. actually, to have more conversations, even yeah. with more people. Yeah. Uh, and to actually, I'm trying to think up things I can do during the week that I think, oh, that would be uncomfortable because mm. I want to go do something uncomfortable. And say, because there's no the thing we have in our head about failing. Because uh, yeah. I don't want to go try something new because I might fail. Well, that's wrong thinking. Because uh, if I'm trying something new, mm -hmm. I'm opening up something new. Yeah. So I'd like to go away and try some other uncomfortable things this coming week or the time I got left. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to talk more to people and have deeper conversations. Yeah. So I really enjoyed that. Thanks. Yeah. You know what I'm going to do from our conversation today? Tell me. I want you to join me on this. So it's not just me want to do, mm -hmm. but I'm hoping you'll join me on this. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> Next seven days. Yeah. What? Every day. Yeah. Let's do one thing that we're uncomfortable with. Yeah, I'm in that. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to put it into, let's do it in the Leaders Movement a Facebook group. And then people can come in there as well. And we can put it in there every day that you've yeah. done your uncomfortable. Yeah. I want you to put it in there. I'm yeah. going to put mine in. Yeah. Is are that fair? Can other people join in and put their uncomfortable okay. in? Sure. Wow, Others we could become an uncomfortable group. It's going to be very <laughs> uncomfortable, isn't it? So that's the Leaders Movement Facebook group. I'll put it into the comments below. That's going to be so uncomfortable. Yeah, I want to join the uncomfortable group. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should have maybe we should have built this Facebook group called the Uncomfortable Group. Be comfortable with the uncomfortable. It's the growth. It's the growth. It is the yeah. growth, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the next seven days. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Who yeah. knows? And and I wonder what's going to come out of it. We could brainstorm a list. I've got to brainstorm a list now. Of I think things we that will be uncomfortable. once we yeah. get off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we could. Yeah. yeah. All right, Christopher's in too. So oh, join cool. the Facebook group, the Leaders <laughs> Movement. I think it's leadersmovement.com Facebook group, but who knows? Is it there I mean, already? Okay, so if we were to sum up, what has been some amazing droplets of wisdom on the decision table today? It's a good head start. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Christopher, it definitely was. <laughs> Welcome to my world. 
Okay. So, one, we're going to be doing the challenge. I think that's a good thing. That's yeah, I think that's, that's very good, yep. The uncomfortable challenge. Yep. Mm. I'm, I'm uncomfortable just thinking about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> so am I. It's cool, isn't it? Yeah. Yep, cool. Yeah, that's very yep. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else? We've talked about things like the importance of collaboration. Yes, The things have. of having a clear pathway forward. Yep. Right? Yep. To help you move faster. We've talked yes. about... Uh, curating spaces to get into a state to yeah. be able to produce the best things. Yeah. Talked about boundaries or lack of boundaries. Yeah. Systems and process. Systems, they do exist process. And important. Yeah, productivity. Yeah. On yeah. That. Leverage. Yeah. Leverage. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We've talked about having frameworks. Yep. yep. And how that helps us to be able to, you know, do things faster, the velocity of that. What yep. else? Is that covered at all? Having fun. Oh, yeah. Have fun, you had fun? fun? Yeah, fun is a really important part. Yeah. It is, yeah. Have you had fun today on the decision yeah, table? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially the my mind. My mind's going crazy about what am I going to go uncomfortable with? Oh, my gosh. It's going to be fun. All right. I'm uncomfortable with the fact that he's uncomfortable, but I'm going to really enjoy that because <laughs> I like watching him squirm too. I think that's I'm not fun. squirming. I'm enjoying it. Oh, of course he's not. Yeah, he's come squirming. on. Yeah, come on, come on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's getting into state now. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the state. <laughs> oh, wow. Doodly. I hope that anyone that's been listening and those that come on the replay, that if you've got droplets of wisdom from the decision table today, I hope that um, you take it, you learn from it, you glean from it, you leave behind what you don't want to take on board. And uh, if you have, to share it out with uh, people in your world. Uh, Because here's the thing. The only way we are going to have a new approach to leadership is if we create more and more awareness to what it could look like and then get more people on board with it. Yeah. Something else I just thought of. Of course you did. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Is... A lot of the times we come to a decision table mm. in our lives is what baggage are we bringing that we don't need to have with us anymore? Did you bring any baggage? Well, you know, the idea is that if I've got baggage hanging around, yeah, you know, it's a weight I'm carrying. I don't need I to. Know. It doesn't free me up to move so faster. True. So what baggage and what's the cost of carrying that baggage forward from mm. here? So I'm going to have to let some baggage go to get uncomfortable. Whoa, what a way yeah. to finish. Yeah. i got to let get rid of some baggage so that, that I can what well. get yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to get uncomfortable if I don't let some baggage yeah. go. Yeah. So I have to let go of some baggage. Wow, you took the whole hour to come up with that real little, like that was like that boom moment. Mm, boom boom yeah was it because you almost had something fall on your head or was it uh or is it just the fact that you're in relief now that the decision table is nearly over yeah that's a good one too okay yeah thank you yeah yeah so anyway as i was saying make sure you share this because uh we want to get the word out and we want um if you know someone or some people that would be great for me to have conversation with on the decision table then we want to hear from you if it's you then reach out uh let's get you on a decision on one of the decision tables we've got some amazing themes this month has been all around you know a need for a new approach to leadership i truly believe this and after talking we're on what day 28 uh after talking to 28 people using this as a lens uh it feels like there's a lot of people who are agreeing on that. And I think, you know, the way we start bringing change is when we collaborate, when we have these conversations and then we go, well, what is it that we can do? And one of the things we are going to collaborate on in the next seven days (laughs) is having these uncomfortable conversations. Uh, Or not just uncomfortable conversations. Or uncomfortable moments or uncomfortable whatever that is for you, right? And Christopher, you're in with us, so I'm excited about that. Join us on the Leaders um, Movement Facebook group. We'll put the link in here. I'll have to make sure you're a member of the Facebook group, which I'm sure you're not right now. Yeah. <laughs> so we will make sure Robert's in there as well. 
because we like leaders that keep moving forward. Yes, we do. So uh, let's keep being one of those. Yep. What do you reckon? Yep. Okay. Is there any parting words no, of wisdom? No, no. Well, you're lot, all I, out now. I'm all out. I've got, a, I've, got a, I've got a lot to do today. He's got a lot to do. So yeah, yeah. I'm going to end the broadcast now. Thank you to everyone who has come here. And I know we don't normally do it at this end of the day, but we hope that it was worth the wait with my yeah. guest here today on the decision table. Well, yeah. thank you, sir. Thank you. Boom. Boom. Amazing droplets of wisdom for you from today's episode. Make sure you subscribe, ensure you leave an awesome rating and review. Our hope is this podcast creates a new awareness, activates ownership to what is next, a curiosity for the need to be part of the change and to make footsteps of sustainability from today onwards. If you want to further your journey with us, then apply to join us at our next Leaders Movement Parlay. The link is in the show notes. We appreciate you. Help us to help build a tribe who make humanity as stakeholders. To achieve this together, recommend this podcast to leaders, innovators, and movement changers. Big love until we see you on the next Decision Table Series podcast episode.